Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome in to the 7 o'clock hour of Sports Talk. Steve Geller along with Bobby A. Bear and Charlie Long hanging out with you. I uh, want to remind you that LSU hosting an NCAA regional for the first time since 2019. The team's competing at Alec Box Stadium, Oregon State, Sam Houston, and Tulane. And the Tigers' first matchups against the Greenies. You can catch that Friday pregame coverage, 1.30. First pitch, 2 o'clock on WWL AM, FM, WWL.com, and always free on the Odyssey app. Uh, after OTAs, we got to get into the Saints locker room, speak to some of the players, and here's what the speedy Rashid Shahid had to say when we got to talk to him. Rashid, how much more comfortable are you this time around being out here? Right, uh, a lot more comfortable, I would say. Um, the offense is becoming a lot more easy to you know, understand. I'm, I'm learning a lot of different positions, and um, my coaches and teammates have helped me out a lot, and um, it's coming a, a lot easier. Is it crazy to think how big a year has made a difference from this time last year to now? Yeah, 100%. Um, around this time last year, I was still rehabbing my knee injury. Um, so to be at this point now and um, to be able to be out here with my teammates and enjoy OTAs and you know not being in rehab has helped me a lot. Why the change to 22? Uh, it's always been a number I've worn. Um, it's also a number that my dad wore growing up, and um, it's a number I wore throughout high school and college. So I felt like wearing it in the league would um, mean a lot. What's the kind of biggest... Um, step you want to make during the offseason as far as maybe conditioning. Obviously, you're already a fast guy. Right. Um, I would say just getting bigger, faster, stronger, and also my knowledge of the game. Um, I feel like I can improve a lot, and that's going to come with, you know, film study and uh, getting with my quarterbacks and, you know, breaking down film and just getting on the same page. What have been, been your early impressions of Derek Carr? Uh, great teammate, great quarterback. Um, he's going to help us win a lot of games. Um, I'm excited to get to work with him, and um, he's a competitor. He's going to be a great leader in this locker room and something that we need. How have you guys been able to work on chemistry, anything before these last two sessions? Uh, yeah, yeah, um, a little bit. You know, at the beginning of OTA, I got a chance to get out on the field with him and, um, a couple times and, you know, try to get a little bit of time in together, but, you know, it's going to take some time, and um, that's why this OTA's period is so sure. important. Is there anything, like we were talking to Juwan about, like studying film of guys who like to run the routes he likes to get? I mean, is there anything you've noticed about um, what he likes and where you'll fit? Right. Um, well, he, he can really fit the ball anywhere. His arm talent is incredible. That's something that I've noticed. Um, he throws his receivers open, and that's why he's had a, the career that he's had and a lot of success. You say bigger, faster, stronger. Um, what, what have you added weight? Is that a plan to add weight or just? Yeah, I've, I've added some weight. Um, it was definitely an emphasis, you know, um, being you know a little guy in this league. You can't take a lot of hits, and um, you know that's why I wanted to add weight just so what, I could. What do you yeah. hope to play at this year? What, what's your goal weight? Uh, around 185. 185 would be good, solid. Yeah. And how, how 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 are you carrying it? Does it feel Carrying well? Yeah, <laughs> feels good. Feels good and moving around well. Not any slower. No. <laughs> what have been your conversations with uh, Coach Burns about what you can add, what you need to work on, things that you're trying to take to the field? Uh, yeah, um, he's kind of told me to 
um, just continue to get smart and gain knowledge throughout the you know season and um, continue to improve. Um, all I can do is just ask questions and go to him, and um, he's a big help in that, that room, and um, I trust him a lot. At Saints wide receiver slash return specialist Rashid Shahid, and there's a lot of expectations, high expectations going into the season after we got to see him in action and what he did a year ago. And Bobby, well, it's the almost, first two times he touched the ball, he scored. I mean, it's like, it's, what? It's, it's kind of unbelievable to remember. You know, you hear him talking, it's like. He didn't even start the season healthy during training camp. He was still rehabbing. No, he was off with the trainers on the side, and um, you know, and then he was ready to roll. And then, again, what did I tell you earlier? I probably said this uh, three hours ago. When you get an opportunity, do you take advantage of opportunities? Seize the moment, right? Yeah, uh, Rashid Shahid uh, seized the moment. I, I, nothing against Chris Olave. Who do you think is going to have uh, bigger plays I think Rashid Shahid has a great opportunity to have more bigger plays than Chris Olave. I'm not t- talking about developing as a, a, a complete maybe receiver, but as far as explosive plays, I think for every one Chris Olave has, Rashid Shahid will have two if not three. I'm not talking about number of catches and all that, but no, we need a mul- explosives, right? Explosive talk- plays, yeah. yeah. We need multiple guys. Uh, we need like. We need Michael Thomas, all hands on deck. We need Brian Edwards to work out. Uh, uh, coming over from the Raiders to live up to where he was drafted. Expectations, you know, he's a four-year veteran now. So uh, we need uh, Rashid Shahid to develop more. Will you view him more as a receiver than as a specialist? Right. As a returner. And what obviously we've seen very early on at organized team activities that confidence level is definitely there, and no. that the ability when he heads that ball, man, he, he just gets another the, gear and uh, takes no, off. It's, it's the, amazing. It's the yak. Yak. Yeah. You get him in stride. Uh, that yard, we love that uh, yak. After the catch, and and uh, he runs smooth routes. And uh, Chris Alave, I think he'll build upon uh, being uh, living up to like uh, being a number one draft pick. But I'm telling you, it's unbelievable the margin for error. I mean, Chris Olave is a stud. But I'm telling you, if if Rashid Shahid's ready to roll, he ain't that much better than him. I'm just, I'm just watching them out there, how they run. If you don't know where nobody was drafted and they are free Right, agents, you're just looking at right, the players. Looking, that's why, from a physical standpoint, that's why players always like whether you tie it in or receiver like Jimmy Graham. Okay, Drew Brees threw him open. Man, he wasn't open, but he went and made the play. Michael Thomas, back shoulder. Look how they would beat Atlanta. Right. Back shoulder touchdowns. Oh, well, maybe other receivers could do that. No, they can't. No, they can't. You might think they can, uh, but but it doesn't happen. Oh, it's like, oh, it was a tough catch, but he didn't make it. Well, Michael Thomas made it. That's the same thing with DeAndre Hopkins. And I'll leave out there with who that nation. Call me up. Tell me what you think. Would you rather have... Uh, because that's a big question. Because I know Michael Thomas was NFL Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, would you rather have right now DeAndre Hopkins or Michael Thomas Ooh. to be your top dog? All right. Uh, uh, no, no, Oakland no. Hard Jewelers talking text line, 504-260-1870. Mike T or D-Hop? Well, because uh, Michael Thomas you know, set the record for receptions. And then I look at uh, D-Hop, uh, the COVID year. That COVID went that long ago. Where he had 115 catches for over 1,400 yards. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think they're both studs. 
But let's say you only can have one. Because look at the market right now for DeAndre Hopkins. I think a lot of NFL teams still view Michael Thomas as damaged goods until he goes put more skins on the wall. But look at the teams that are interested right now in DeAndre Hopkins. Now, they would love to get him at their rate, not maybe at DeAndre Hopkins' rate. But you know what? They don't have to honor that contract. They can negotiate their own contract, whether that be the Chiefs, the Bills, or the Cleveland Browns. Well, why not the Saints? I don't know. We're counting on why Michael Thomas. Why not the Thomas. Saints, right? No, no, I don't know. I think it's we're counting on Michael Thomas, but who that nation? Would you rather have, right now, Michael Thomas or DeAndre Hopkins? I think that, that, that that's a tough question. You heard the Cajun Cannon. Let us know. We'll be back after the break here on WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back into Sports Talk. We're going to be talking, well, listening to what Jameis Winston had to say in the Saints locker room after our last OTA session. Hard to believe that man is entering year number four in black and gold. And here's what he had to say after the Saints' second organized team activity. Is it a little different this year like that? I mean, we kind of assume he's the starter, you know. Is it different, like, when you come in, like, knowing that you're out of the back of him? Oh, no, the preparation stays the same. You know, uh, I, I, I'm still preparing for whenever my opportunity does uh, present present itself because I still believe I'm a starting quarterback in this in this league. But right now my role is to serve Derek and, uh, and be the best team I can uh, to whip my role on this team. Jamie, this is the first time we've had a chance to talk to you. What? Yeah. To that end of, of wanting to be a starting quarterback in the league, what made this the right situation for you? Oh, well, uh, it's just very familiar. Uh, I trust this organization. Uh, I, I, I believe in this team that we have a great defense, great offense. And uh, and last year, you know, we had a lot of opportunities to break open some games. But uh, with the addition to Derek, I think he's going to bring a, a lot of good things to this team. How do you feel? 
I'm getting healthy, man. But I, I feel good. I'm still working. It's going to be a working process. But uh, I'm just excited that it's football season. I'm excited that uh, we get to go out there and toss the ball around and uh, everyone just is back. You know, it's getting closer to my dream, man. Which, which injury has sort of still has to get back to 100%? Which ones? Well, just uh, I think the main thing is my overall health. Uh, so I'm just going to continue to, to work on that. I, I can't uh, really get particular with you on, because uh, over, overcompensation of other things has sure. opened up other stuff. But uh, the main thing is just focusing on uh, getting back holistically healthy so I can be my best uh, when the opportunity presents itself. You said you trust this organization. You're familiar with this organization. Was there anything that had to be mended or sit down and talk and feel good about, you know, where you two were after last year? I know there was some question about, you know, you know, your role and, and mm. how it was communicated to you and stuff. What, well, what made you feel really good about that? Well, well, because I think whether it's, it's upstairs or in and in, in my like my accountability, my accountability is to the best dependability is availability. And uh, the past, you know, three years or so, I've I've been banged up. You know, so uh, the leadership, you know, they have to continue to to move forward. And uh, and I just know uh, when I first got here into this organization that we coaches. So uh, in in terms of trusting this organization, I just know this organization, uh, especially uh, during the Sean Payton era, uh, has been very successful. And uh, Dennis has brought uh, has basically carried that over uh, because he is uh, built to be a successful head coach. So for me, my accountability is just focusing on my health and being ready when that opportunity uh, presents itself. Is there anything you're doing differently training-wise to help with to help you healthier? Like uh, the, the, the biggest thing is like, man, I just had, I just had some rough injuries. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it takes time with, with those things, but uh, obviously just my training regimen uh, isn't as strenuous as it has, as it has been uh, over the past few years, uh, just to, to get some mobility things and, and things like that. But uh, what's important is that we back playing football uh, and we're here. So uh, once you're here, you gotta, gotta show up and show out. James, is there, is there anything that you've learned about yourself since you signed with the Saints for years? Uh, well, I mean, I, I think I learned something about myself every single year. Uh, but uh, one thing that just continues to, to, to show up is uh, that this game is bigger than you. Uh, so uh, humility and understanding uh, where you at uh, in terms of in the present moment, being able to fulfill and be all in or where you at where your feet are in the moment uh, is very important instead of uh, worrying about your past or worrying about your future, uh, but focusing on where you at right now and, and taking advantage uh, of that moment. James, I was going to use the word humility. What, what does it say about your humility that you're able to take a role that on paper is, is a backup job, and is that something you think you've, you would have always been able to do earlier? Uh, well, well the, the main thing is the opportunity, and, and I'm just grateful every chance I, I, I get an opportunity to step in a building uh, and be able to play a sport that I love. Uh, however, uh, I, I know that I'm still a starting quarterback uh, in this league, uh, but man, I have to be like, this is all a process. You know, I mean, it, it was it's some Hall of Famers that made their big break uh, at, at 30, you know, so uh, I'm still young, I'm still 29, but right Right now, my role is to serve this team in the role that I'm that I'm in, and uh, and I'm all in yeah. into doing that, man. Because uh, again, I'm grateful for the opportunity to to be able to 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 still wear a Saints uniform or to be in the NFL uh, in general. That's Saints backup quarterback Jameis Winston, and there's a lot of different, I guess, feelings about what the Saints should do with Jameis. A lot of folks were even talking about. 
maybe potentially trading him to another team that might be uh, in desperate need of a QB. But to me, you look at this Saints QB situation right now, and it's definitely hard to argue that, that they're not one of the better QB lineups, you know, top to bottom in the NFL right now. Yeah, uh, because of the NFL experience right. and, uh, and and the number of starts. No, uh, the, you want to keep uh, Jameis on board. Uh, I think it's a, a team-friendly deal. Uh, so why not uh, keep Jameis Winston on board? I mean, he could throw the football. Now, um, I don't think he has the mental capacity of a Drew Brees or even Derek Carr. I'm not hating on no one. Uh, I'm just telling you how you process information, how you can get the team into the right play, how do you set the protection and all that. Uh, Now, it's different. You know, you can ad-lib in high school and college, but the demands of the NFL, uh, it's a different animal. Jameis Winston is the NFL quarterback. Is he an elite NFL quarterback? I don't think. But wouldn't you want to have a job uh, where you get paid like like last year he got paid $11 million to be a cheerleader? Oh, hell yeah. Sign me up. Oh, like I'm going to be a great team player. Uh, Jameis Winston got enough common sense. Definitely. And you have to look at how you prolong your career so you could benefit yourself and your family. So you have to break it all down. And uh, I think the one-two punch between Derek Carr and Jameis Winston – uh, I think we're in a great situation because Jameis Winston has started a number of games. He won't have any pressure. He won't have any pressure on him because he's not the man. On the back end of my career, my elbow was all screwed up, <laughs> and they had they were going with Jeff George. Man, I'd go in a game, and I was like, well, I mean, I barely could throw the ball like 55 yards right now, but I know where to go with it, so I'm just going to wing it and have success. Then all of a sudden, I never forget, we beat the San Francisco 49ers and Steve Young. And uh, they were playing for the number one seed, and we beat them. Then all of a sudden, we had a wild card. <laughs> all of a sudden, oh, I'm, I'm like a hero and all that. I'm, I just went out there and play and just try to uh, make things happen. You know, we had, oh, Jeff George, like Dan Marino kind of arm, uh, you know, but he got hit too many times, and then he kind of punked out. He didn't want to be in the game no more. So that, that just happens. But I'm telling you, our situation with Derek Carr and Jameis Winston, uh, I like our chances because it's not Jameis' first rodeo uh, if he's going to be out there. Uh, I can tell you what, uh, Tuesday, we just witnessed in practice, he made a throw. Uh, who, uh, Charlie, help me out. Who's the um, Malik? Uh, not, not Flowers. Malik, Flowers. Yeah. Uh, uh, Malik Flowers, uh, number 88. Uh, the, the, the rookie, uh, I think, from Montana. Um he made a throw to him. I think I got this correct. I know. Uh, I think that was the receiver. He made a throw that I was telling you as good as Pat Mahomes or anybody. It was about a 30-yard dart uh, going across the field. Whoa. Uh, that's an unbelievable throw. Uh, that's about as good as it gets in the NFL with Malik Flowers. The defense didn't give up. They forced him to fumble yes. on that play. But that's not uh, Jameis Winston's fault. So, no, uh, Jameis Winston, I think – Understanding his situation and where he's at now that's good for the Saints is good for him. Again, supply and demand. I don't think there's 32 quarterbacks better than Jameis Winston, but it's all about timing, uh, right place, right time. I can tell you right now, if teams really wanted Jameis Winston and the money was right, 
come on, he don't come back to the Saints. No, exactly. Uh, okay, uh, like, you know, his agent might have threw out there that uh, the Colts wanted Jameis Winston. We talked, uh, Mike Detelli and I talked to uh, someone who's close to the Colts organization. He goes, what? They never happened. They, they don't want Jameis Winston. Fake news. Uh, yeah, uh, fa- yeah, fake news. Yeah. So, no, but the agent's job to try and throw your name out of there. Of course, right. Generating that buzz. So it would be like Jameis Winston's future. Now, you don't want nothing happening to Derek Carr, but if something happened to Derek Carr and Jameis Winston came in here and um, did all of a sudden like a handful of games like Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, you know, remember Teddy? He's, Teddy Teddy. Uh, listen, he's he's riding his bike around the city, and all of a sudden he's like uh, the, the the best thing we ever uh, witnessed. Right. But but since Teddy Bridgewater left the Saints, what has he done? I knew that I was mean, coming. I don't know. Uh, he went to Carolina with the Dolphins, uh, Denver. I mean, he's been he's been everywhere. So do you take advantage of the opportunity? So if, if Jameis Winston does get another opportunity, if something happened with Derek Carr. Do you parlay that into success? Then all of a sudden, there's a bigger market for you. And you have a chance maybe to be a starter because there are 32 teams. And there's not 32 legitimate starting quarterbacks in the National Football League. Well, you know, too, the, the biggest problem with Jameis has been injuries, though. His availability just hasn't been there for whatever reason. He's dealt with a, a number of ailments now over the years that have knocked him out of the game and then ultimately losing his job last year yeah. to, to Andy Dalton. Yeah, uh, like his knee and then his back. His and foot. Uh, and- no, and, and anyone, uh, the public, any who that Nation member, man, if your back's ever jacked up, you can't do crap. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I was about to say the S word, but uh, listen. We're not serious. Uh, yeah, yeah but, but if your back's hurting... You feel like you feel like you're 20 years older than you really are. Like, man, my back's killing me. Oh yeah. No, anybody. Then you got to go get realigned. You go to the chiropractor, and that pain uh, wears you down too. Is exhausting. No, it's exhausting. Wake up in the morning. I can't do anything. Uh, you're just trying to do simple tasks, and it's like it just drives you crazy. So uh, I, I'm telling you, but I still said this, and I think I was objective about this. And Jameis Winston was the starter last year. I watch every practice, and I know they chart every practice, and they evaluate every practice. If nobody was named the starter, I always say this. If you came from outer space, let's say now we're all into UFOs this day and age. Oh, I don't know. Uh, that we have extraterrestrial life and all that? But if someone came and watched a Saints practice last year, and you're being int- introduced to American football, and you don't know nobody, and you're just watching Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston, Every day in practice. Right. Now, this is August in training camp. Jameis Winston did not beat out Andy Dalton. He did not beat him out. Now, he was the starter. Andy Dalton had never ruffled any feathers. I'm just going about my business. Okay? And I, I'm right. telling came you, in from day one and said, I am Jameis' backup. Backup. And just keep working. Just keep playing. I'm telling you, Jameis Winston did not beat out Andy Dalton in training camp. So, all of a sudden, Jameis Winston is not 100%. So why Pete Carmichael and Dennis Allen, why wouldn't they go with Andy Dalton? And then you look at a number of throws. Uh, now, okay, people say, oh, look at the Cardinals, uh, the pick six and all that. Okay, uh, that's why they should have errors in football like they have in baseball. Uh, they, they, Andy Dalton hits, what, the Callaway on a slant right in the hands? And it's six. Oh, so that's Andy Dalton's fault. I'm telling you, though, this is a nightmare for the Houdat Nation. You let Bryce Knight be ready to play on Monday night against Carolina and no, Andy Dalton's the quarterback. I, I, I'm not even going to say, but you know what I'm talking about. 
God forbid that Andy Dalton will lead the Panthers to a win against the Saints. Andy Dalton is a pro. I'm telling you, that's why what he did against the Saints, that's why he got snatched up right uh, right away by Carolina. True. Because there's not enough quarterbacks. He brings stability. All organizations, owners, general managers, head coach, you know what they want more than anything? Obviously, you want to win a Super Bowl. But you know what you want? You want to have stability. It's not like, I don't know what the hell we're going to do this week. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Are we trying to put piecemeal this together, that together? Andy Dalton. When you, uh, he's like a player coach right now, right. and you bring in Bryce. You know and, what uh, he's going to give you. It's kind of like almost uh, it, who's the greatest quarterback right now in the NFL? I say this all the time. Patty Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. Did Pat Mahomes play the first year? No. As Alex Smith. Right. Right? Well, uh, Andy Dalton could be like the poor man's Alex Smith with Carolina right now until Bryce is ready to play. And when he's ready to play, he's going to be the man. And Andy Dalton doesn't have any problem with that. All of a sudden, he's parlaying that career into a great living and to be able to support his family. And he's competitive enough that he wants to win, and then you're making millions. Man, isn't America great? Isn't it great to be live in the United States? Now, maybe if you hooked up with the Saudis, it's even better if you line on Messi. Did Ridiculous st- money, right. What? He got I think oh, uh, someone on our text line broke it down in American dollars yesterday. It, it, uh, I don't know if it was euros or American dollars. It's like 600 and, uh, 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 million. Million. Not thousand. No, it's like four <laughs> or five times more than any NFL contract. Uh, he signed a two-year deal basically in 1.2 billion euros. So, uh, in other words, uh, uh, you want to get paid in British pounds. British pounds is number one. Then euros, then American dollars, but no, it's, it's soccer it's, money is ridiculous. No, uh, especially if you line on Messi. Uh, no, uh, Christian Christian Ronaldo, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is probably jealous of Messi right now. Uh, but the Saudis, nobody uh, you see it's blood money or, or whatever with Saudi Arabia. Uh, you look at the live golfers and all that, but there's a lot of individuals. They're looking out what's best for me and my family. And you know how you could justify that? And I say, oh, I would never take that blood money. <laughs> well, why is the United States hooked up with Saudi Arabia? And you look at the military and the bases they have there because it brings stability. No, uh, I'm not saying right or wrong, but a lot of times you want to judge everybody else, but you got to put yourself in, in their shoes. Now, you might say, I don't want to hang out with the damn sheiks in, uh, in Saudi Arabia. But uh, like, think about Lionel Messi. He's from Argentina. After two years, you got $1.2 billion. <laughs> I'm going to go do what the hell I want. $1.2 billion, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But billion, two years. Unreal. So two years. I mean, what? Yeah, no. That, that, that's why you might say, oh, I would never do that. Come on. You're not being honest with yourself if you put yourself in that situation. Well, I know you love alpha dogs, and we're going to talk to one of the big ones. Uh, Who are we talking to, Jimmy Butler, uh, uh, Jimmy the, Buckets? No, no, on the Saints defense, Alante uh, Taylor going oh, into year uh, two. I think he's, he's alpha wearing, dog. He's wearing that number one this year. We'll hear from him coming back after the break here on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, getting into some more sound we heard from two offensive players now heading over to the defensive side. And a guy who had a big rookie season for the black and gold was Alante Taylor. And he's what he had to say after Tuesday's organized team activity. Now that you're going through OTA, second week, second year, how much more comfortable are you and, and how much easier are things? Um, I'm very comfortable. Uh, I wouldn't say things have gotten a lot of easier, a lot easier, just because I'm kind of doing some nickel stuff now. Uh, so it's a different position. Um, I think they still playing football, but as far as the thought process goes, you know, I'm doing a lot of tape study now. Um, but confidence, as far as like on the outside and just being with the guys, uh, is a lot better than last year. I feel like I belong now, and I kind of feel like that. I guess older vet, but not really an older vet, just like year two. But I feel like I can teach the young guys some stuff about the defense, so that's good. How different is like the calibration and approach for you with getting those nickel reps from what you would usually do on the outside? Uh, it's a big difference, man. I'm, I'm talking about I'm out there making mistakes and uh, I'm kind of hard on myself right now about it because I kind of wish that I could just get it right now, but it's just not happening. So uh, just going to continue to watch tape, um, ask the coaches the questions, and I've got guys helping me out as well. Um, so just taking one day at a time. You know, it's just second week of OTAs, but I know by the time it really matters, I'll be where I need to be. What's one of the biggest differences for you while you're on that Spot. The biggest difference? Yeah, yeah, like one um, of the biggest differences that you're adjusting to. Really just understanding the fronts um, and understanding like where your help's at more. Uh, yeah, I feel like you have more help um, in a slot than you do on the outside. So understanding where your help's at um, and then really just understanding like fronts and where the linebackers are going to be, when to bump, when not to bump, motion, when not to run with motion, just stuff like that. Who are you leaning on? Well, right now, uh, you know, Roby was here last week, so I asked Roby a lot of questions. Um, I know Paulson did it a little bit when he was here when he first got here anyways uh, so right now I'm really just going off tape uh, we have correction tapes and we have tapes of like everything been done the right way so I'm just watching the tape putting play calls together um, and just going off trial and error but the coaches are doing really good with helping me out um, let me know Sterling uh, a guy who's played in the league but he's also helped me on the sideline how open are challenge or kind of a change at this point um <laughs> I'm, I'm open to it, um, but at the end of the day, I'm still a corner. I don't feel like I've, I've shown that I can't play the position, um, but I don't think the coaches feel that way either. I think I feel like they're just trying to introduce me to something new and just kind of see what I can do with it. Uh, just because, you know, game plan-wise, I may end up having to travel a guy who's a slot receiver one day. Uh, so Coach Woods is big on you know, his corners, knowing how to play the slot, but also playing the outside. So um, I'm open to it, like I said, but I feel like I'm still competing for the outside corner job, and that's still my number one priority. Why does jersey number change? So, um, obviously, I've always wanted a single digit in high school. had a single digit. College had a single digit. Coming to the league, I didn't really care. Uh, I knew I didn't have too much say-so into that. Um, but when 
27 was open. I felt like that was the best two-digit number. Um, but whenever uh, one got open, I was like, okay, one's open, and they opened up zero. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna get zero. And nobody's had it. Kind of build my own legacy. Um, 27 kind of has his art, has his legacy already written to it. Um, and so I didn't get zero. I ended up just going to one. Um, and one's a little bit deeper for me. Uh, one reason is the reason I do everything for my grandma. She passed in 09. Um, so she's like the reason I do everything. Me and my cousin always say one reason. So it's not as deeper than just a swagger and uh, you know, kind of looking good out there. But yeah, I just wanted a single digit. You talked about legacy. Like, what is the legacy that you want to build here? I feel like I'm still working on that. Uh, you know, I just want everybody to to know that you know I can be the the next Marshawn, if not the better Marshawn. But like I said, my own legacy, my own way, just the way I play the game. Uh, you know, I'm trying to get more involved into the community. Um, I feel like you know New Orleans has a lot to offer that I haven't got to see yet. So working on just kind of getting into the community, just so people can know me outside of you know the helmet and just the hard hitting safe or a corner. So yeah. What's some of your early impressions on Joe Woods? Uh, you mentioned him a little bit earlier. Um, he's very detailed. Uh, he's big on technique, and that's what I like. I think technique is probably the most important thing, um, especially as a corner. So that, and then you know him and uh, Coach Emraw, they they work together really well as far as in the meeting room, on the practice field. So so far so good. Um, like I said, I can't wait for everybody else to get back though, so we can have a full group together and just see kind of how we we work. What's it like to have? You've got Dennis Allen, you've got Marcus Robertson, you've got Joe Woods. These are all secondary specialty guys. What's it like to have that amount of representation on the coaching staff for your position? It's huge. You know, uh, they all have been around great players. Uh, they all know what it takes to be, like, some of the best best like in your position. So it's big. Um, but at the end of the day, I always say, you know, I love playing for Coach DA. Um, just the swagger that he wants from us. And we talked about swagger last year going into the Raiders game. And uh, you had practice already. And he's like, we need the handshakes. We need, like, guys dancing, moving around. It's good to play for a coach who lets you be yourself um, and just plays hard-nosed defensive football. And, you know, Coach Woods has success being a D coordinator. And uh, so just looking forward to what it looks like going into vet camp when everybody's here. And then also when we get into uh, camp camp, just when it's hot, you know, and just seeing like the who gets mad, who doesn't get mad because that heat kind of changes you up a little bit. So, yeah. That's Saints corner, Alante Taylor heading into year two. And definitely a guy when you, you know, speak to, you can feel he's confident in himself. He's got that swag, that whatever you want to say, uh, just an overall guy that's confident in his ability. And you heard him even talk about that he wants to be on par with Marshawn Lattimore even better. No, uh, that's not far-fetched. I'm telling you, I'm a Marshawn Lattimore fan. Uh, Now, maybe because he's younger, I think Alante Taylor even got a better attitude at times uh, than Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, You know, with Marshawn now being, um, you know, a seven-year veteran, he's kind of standoffish. You know, and then here's Alante Taylor. Uh, he's going into his second season out of Tennessee. But when you look at, um, you know, body types and, uh, you know, the Saints pay attention to detail. You know, when you look at, like, Paulson and Debo and Alante Taylor, it's almost identical. They're both listed at 6'1". And if you look at, like, basically one of them is 195, the other one's 200 pounds. And then you look at a veteran like Bradley Roby, who's now 31 years of age. Now, this could be his 10th year um, in the National Football League. So I'm, t- I'm not worried about a cornerback position. I, as far as the experience and where we at, uh, when I look at Marshawn Lattimore, Lante Taylor, uh, when you're looking at Paulson Adebo, uh, you're looking at Bradley Roby, 
I like, and I'm not even talking about the other guys just trying to break the lineup or break the roster, but I would say right now that Marshawn Lattimore, because of his experience going into his seventh year, is the top dog, the alpha dog. For sure. Uh, but uh, he ain't that much ahead mm-hmm. of Elante Taylor. I'm telling you, Elante Taylor is right there. Now, the more you could do, whether you could play a slot receiver on the outside, I think without even dealing with the slot, if you let Elante Taylor play on the outside, he'd be amongst the best in the whole National Football League right now. When they were talking, right now, when they asked him about the, you know, making that switch to, to no, the Nicole. more you could do, they're trying to develop him. But he seemed a little see. hesitant. But that's the right time to do it, though. He seemed a little hesitant about making the move. Totally, I guess, because right. because corner you, money, because, obviously, playing on the outside, no, you're going to make more. No, 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 you make more if you could do it all. <laughs> but you're not as confident. You know, think about when you're guarding a slot receiver. The different options: vertical, in or out. Where if you're on the outside. You can use the uh, outside the boundary as sure. an extra defender. Right. So you got vertical bringing to the inside. But if you truly want to be special, is that do it all. And then you'd be really compensated. Now, I think it's from a confidence standpoint, he's trying to grow into maybe playing uh, that nickel corner. That That's what it's all about. Uh, that when you're going against the best of the best, uh, can I always have success? Well, right now, Alante Taylor says, I'm playing on the outside. I'm going to have success all the time. Now, on the slot, uh, maybe not so much. Now, a Bradley Roby-type player who's now going into his 10th year, he's 31 years of age, by him being able to play the nickel is why he's lasted that long. Amen, right? So, you know, you have to, the, the more you could do, and it's like uh, even a, a tight end. Oh, I'm a pass receiving tight end. What? How about you learn to freaking block? And then you're going to last longer. Uh, the same thing if you're offensive lineman. Oh, I'm, I'm just a center or I'm just a guard or a tackle. No, how about you could do it uh, all? I remember when we got Throgmorton. Throgmorton, okay, he's nothing special. But you know why all of a sudden he's last? He's at Oregon. He's played center, guard, or tackle. So he's not overwhelmed. and not, uh, So that's why limited roster spots, the more you could do. But I like a cornerback position. Listen, I like Paulson and Debo. Paulson and Debo was all airline drive in August last year. Uh, but I think Alante Taylor has passed up Paulson and Debo. We'll be back with more after the break here on WWL. Rayman on the North Shore, we're coming to you when we get back on WWL. Closing things out here on the Wednesday edition of Sports Talk told Rayman on the North Shore. We will get to you, and we are. What's going on this Wednesday, Rayman? Uh, brother, how y'all doing? How you doing, Bobby? How you doing, Steve? Doing all right, fantastic. Rayman. Doing good, brother. Bobby, let me tell you something, brother. I okay. like your kind heart. <laughs> I like your kind heart, Bobby. When the Saints, I was that silver slipper. Watched the Boston play the Colts. Okay. And me and my wife, me and my wife, <laughs> left the silver slipper and went back to Louisiana. And then when we got back home, we learned that Tracy Porter intercepted that ball, and the Saints won the game against oh, yes. uh, Peyton Manning. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was uh, amazing, Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, uh, Tracy yeah, Porter yeah, right there from uh, Baton Rouge, Port Allen. I mean, right, uh, Bobby. Uh, no, uh, pick six. I mean, that's what I said. Damn, that we're gonna win the damn Super Bowl. That's what yeah, happened. Yeah, I left Silver, I left Silver Slip when I got home, Bobby, and Louisiana. When I left Silver, I said, "Darn, they won that Dallas game. It was amazing." And Bobby, you know what? Too, I thank you for your kind heart. You signed my autograph, my Saints uh, jacket. You always had a kind heart, but I stole that man, brother. But I wanted what I want to tell you you about uh, Tulane and and uh, Baton, and uh, LSU. Right, Bobby. Why? Uh, why? 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 
why they got to play one another? Why couldn't it be somebody else out of state? Well, <laughs> well, hang well, up, but well, y'all can well, let well, me know. But well, let me know. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, Ray Man, and I want Steve to chime in or, or Charlie. Uh, no, they kind of regionalize these things. Usually, if you're a team like Tulane or UL or uh, like Nichols or like be Southeastern, you're usually going to go to a region maybe in Texas or are you going to go because LSU is usually hosting or like uh, that, 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 that's kind of unusual going way out there. That's far, like to Alabama. Uh, you know, so they want to regionalize the, uh, the travel, the amount of miles that you have to go. Now, it could be an outlier, for instance, uh, that uh, like Texas A&M having to go way out to Stanford. Right. So it's not 100%. Now, the only thing, Ray Man, it could be instead of Tulane going to LSU, we were maybe looking at the procession, maybe Nichols, could have been in Baton Rouge. Maybe Tulane could have been in Tuscaloosa against Alabama. But, Charlie, you probably got more knowledge. On yeah, I mean, that's that. why they call it regionals. They try and keep it regionalized, right? As you said, there are a couple of instances where they leave the region, like Texas A&M going to Stanford. Sure. If you recall a couple of years ago when LSU went out to the West Coast as well. So it's not 100% because of the seedings and everything like that. But, for instance, with this Tulane-LSU regional – Everyone was expecting Nichols to be the four seed in LSU's right. regional, but because Tulane snuck in as a four seed, they're closer. They ended up going in, and Nichols hops over to Tuscaloosa, which is also still pretty close, so it's not that far of a drive for the uh, Colonels. But that's that's what they try to do, as you said, Bobby. They try and limit the miles for these teams for this postseason games and stuff like that, so that's why Tulane's well, going well, to LSU. And look, if LSU is able to take care of business in, uh, at the box in Baton Rouge, uh, you, you look at like uh, University of Kentucky and, and Proud Park and who they're hosting. Okay, uh, look at Ball State. Uh, look West Virginia, Indiana. So that's all in that region. Correct. Uh, the same thing. Look at Southern Miss from Hattiesburg. Well, they going to Auburn. Uh, I mean, so you look at proximity. Uh, Charles, like you're saying, uh, uh, like even look where Nickel State is going against Alabama. Yeah, it's now like, Boston College having to come, but Troy. Yeah, there's, Troy's Alabama. Right. But the, like another instance is Coastal Carolina, which is in South Carolina. They're hosting UNC Wilmington and Duke, right. all these North Carolina schools. So they do they really do try and keep it kind of tight and close together. I mean, yeah, that's a great instance what you were just talking about with Troy going to. Um, as you were just saying, Alabama. In Alabama, yeah. But then also, like, Southern Miss is going to Auburn, Auburn right? right? Like, they're not very far away either. So, yeah, once again, they just no, try and keep it all No, the reason why they call it the re- regional uh, playoffs. Uh, right. Before Super Regional, yep. So. Tomorrow on Sports Talk, we'll be getting into more of the SEC spring meetings that are going on. Talk to the advocate sports columnist Scott Rabelais. Also, tomorrow night, game one of the NBA Finals, Miami versus Denver, who you got? We'll be talking to Mark Spears from Anscape, who'll be breaking things down for us and definitely anxious to see if the Nuggets can dominate as everybody's expecting over these heat. Well, I, I, I just like the Nuggets because they never won. <laughs> that, that. Have a good night, everybody. Bon nuit, les gens. Good night, people. Who they go, Saints? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.